hearing my mentor teacher say as soon as that other teacher left, I still remember this moment so clearly. I remember her leaning over and saying, it's so sad that these teachers that don't care about their kids and leave early, I could never do that. Welcome to the Breaking the Pattern of Burnout Challenge, a secret podcast for teachers who want to take better care of themselves and eliminate teacher burnout once and for all. I'm Helena, your teacher wellness coach, and I'm here to help you craft a simple, authentic plan so you can make the impact you were meant for while living a fulfilling, balanced life. I still remember the day my mentor teacher judged another teacher for leaving on time. I was standing in our classroom, which hadn't changed in about 20 years. You see, my mentor teacher was this amazing woman who had been in the same classroom since her first year of teaching 20 years ago. Same grade, same classroom, same everything. And let's just say she liked to keep things the same so much so I don't know if she really ever moved the furniture. I think they just kind of stayed where they were. Anyways, I walked into her classroom and I sat in one of her little kindergartner chairs, which were super small, and we started chit-chatting and kind of doing an afternoon check-in, which we often did, talking about her day and how things were going, and it was at this moment that another teacher came in to ask her a quick question. Now, I couldn't tell you what the question was, I know the conversation was brief, and as I was listening, I heard this other teacher say goodnight to myself and my mentor teacher. And I remember hearing my mentor teacher say, as soon as that other teacher left, I still remember this moment so clearly. I remember her leaning over and saying, it's so sad that these teachers that don't care about their kids and leave early, I could never do that. I can still kind of feel that judgment I heard in her voice. And let me just tell you, this was only maybe five, 10 minutes past contract time. So this other teacher didn't actually leave early. If anything, she was leaving on time. But my mentor teacher was a teacher who loved to stay late. She loved to stay until 6 or 8 p.m. until everything was done. That was her thing. She wouldn't leave until the work was done. Or everything on her to-do list was done. And it was at this moment that my life changed forever. You see, at this point, I felt like I had to stay late to be considered a good teacher. I felt like if I didn't, then I'd be judged by all my colleagues and I would fail my kids and fail myself. And that's the last thing I wanted to do. I wanted to make an impact and be a good teacher for my kids. And it wasn't until later, much, much later, I might add, that I discovered that you don't actually have to stay late to be a good teacher unless you want to. And along my journey, I started talking to other first year teachers and I realized I wasn't alone. You see, there's this silent role that your worth as a teacher is kind of related to how much work you put into your job or how late or how dedicated you are. Or there's some of us who just want to leave on time, but honestly, we have no idea that it's a possibility to get the work done during your prep or during the school day so you can get out of the door on time. And I'm here to tell you, there is another way. And instead of taking years and a lot of mistakes to get there, I want to share some tips to get you out the door faster so you don't miss out on any more family time than you need to and without getting behind or feeling unprepared. So with that being said, let's get started. Number one, you're a good teacher once you have identified what a good teacher means to you. If you're anything like me, you would do anything for your students, almost anything. They are your pride and joy. You love 
and breathe your job. You know you are meant to be a teacher or you just thoroughly enjoy it and you're going to do what it takes. At the same time, I'm sure I can read your mind right now and there's always something else that you're secretly telling yourself you have to do in order to be considered a good teacher. Now, I know I'm in your head right now, but I'm sure at one point you've thought to yourself, I will be a good teacher once I finish grading all these papers. Or maybe you're comparing yourself to someone else and saying, well, a good teacher would have finished grading these papers a long time ago. Maybe you're thinking, I would be a good teacher when I get caught up on those lesson plans I've been putting off all week. Or maybe a good teacher would have already done the lesson plans. Maybe you're saying, I will be a good teacher when I respond to that email I've been avoiding. Or maybe a good teacher is someone who doesn't drink as much coffee as I do. Yeah, no, just kidding. Don't do that. Coffee's amazing. Anyways, I'm not recommending you stop drinking coffee. Beside the point, maybe you're also thinking, I will be a good teacher when I get caught up on my to-do list no matter how late it takes. Well, here's the little secret. You're never going to be completely caught up. I know. Sorry to burst your bubble, but it's true. Let me save you the three school years it took me trying to get caught up. Staying up late, taping my eyes open with Red Bull and coffee, going through lesson plans and papers like there's no tomorrow. Let me just tell you, it's not going to happen. You're not getting caught up on everything on your to-do list. But what I can tell you is that you can get caught up on the things that are important and that do matter. I said you can't get caught up on everything, but you can in fact get ahead on the things that matter and that's what I want to help you with. All this aside, all the work and getting things done aside, you won't be a good teacher until you define for you what a good teacher is. So take some time to ask yourself, what is a good teacher? What does a good teacher look like to me? Is it someone who gets everything done and says yes to every extra activity that's thrown at them? Or is it someone who shows up for their kids? Is it a teacher who focuses on building those meaningful relationships? Or is it giving a voice to those kids who are often forgotten in the corner and make them feel heard, seen, validated, and safe? You see, that's mine. I related my qualification of what a good teacher is to my why. My why is I'm a teacher because I want to help those kids that are forgotten, the ones in the corner, the ones that are silent and won't tell you what's going on. That's why I teach and that's what a good teacher is. So if I can ask myself at the end of the day, did I make those kids feel seen and I answer yes, then I know I was a good teacher today. And it doesn't matter if I got everything to do done on my to-do list. I mean, the majority of things, yes, and I'll talk about that later. But what really matters is, did I live up to my own expectation of what a good teacher is? When you leave room for kind of a lack of definition, you're leaving yourself up to be compared to by others. You're comparing, you're leaving room for you to compare yourself to how other people are doing. And that's not what you want to do. You want to compare yourself, you to you. What is your definition of a good teacher? What does that look like for you? And so my question to you is, what is a good teacher? What question could you ask yourself that if you say yes to at the end of the day and you did it, that means you did your best. And today you are considered a good teacher. 
So tip number one, you are a good teacher when you have determined that you are or what your definition of a good teacher is. And little side tip, I highly recommend that you write this on a post-it note and you keep it above your desk. I like to, throughout my day, look at this sticky note and remind myself why I'm doing this and as things come up and extra activities and craziness happens, I can remind myself, does this align with me and my definition of a good teacher? If I say yes, then I know that I should be doing it and if not, then I know I need to kind of revisit So again, tip number one, you're a good teacher when you have determined that you are. Tip number two, now I know what you're thinking. Okay, Helena, I don't have to stay late, but I just can't do that right now. I just don't have time to prioritize that right now. I feel so behind. Or I've tried to leave early before, but I just feel guilty and I secretly have really high expectations of myself. If this is you, first off, I want to let you know your thoughts are valid and you're not alone. And number two, what if I told you you didn't have to stay late to get everything done? Let me say that again. What if I told you you could prepare for next week right now, even as a new teacher with no lesson plans done, without staying hours and hours after work and missing out on that family time? You might be thinking two things right now. First off, this woman is absolutely banana crazy. Or number two, okay, I'm in, but how? There's a lot of ways I could go about this. And instead of overwhelming you with all the tips in the world in one podcast episode, I don't want to overwhelm you. What if I just gave you the one secret ingredient to getting more things done to on your prep? Enter the power list. Now I know what you're thinking. Isn't this just a normal to-do list, Helena? My answer? Yep, except it's way more effective. Let's say you make a to-do list and you get distracted and then you're working on your prep and you, 40 minutes later, you look down and you got maybe one, maybe two things done off your list, but they weren't the things that really mattered and they were just random on your list and you're feeling defeated or frustrated because you just worked for 40 minutes to get one or two things done that, and you, and And you'll feel defeated or frustrated because you just worked for 40 minutes to get one or two things done and by the end of the day, you have four or seven more things added to your to-do list. And it can kind of feel like you're swimming upstream, that you take one step forward to take three steps back. And you might feel frustrated because on average, it takes seven minutes to refocus And as teachers, we know we don't really have a set amount of time to work. There's constantly distractions that pop up for us. And if this sounds like anything you can relate to, you, my friend, need a power list. So this is how it works. You are going to list out all the important things that have to get done this week, no questions asked. Nope, I'm serious. Get a sticky note, write it all down. For example, these are the big things. These are the make or break. This isn't you know, making so-and-so a worksheet for so-and-so. It's lesson plans. Those have to get done. Printing out your stations or supplemental material. Must do. Parent communication. What are your must-dos by the end of the week? After you have done this, assign one to two tasks per day this week. So for example, maybe on Monday, your whole goal is to focus on lesson plans. 
Tuesday, it's printing all the materials for next week. Maybe Wednesday, it's homework, and then Thursday, it's parent communication, Friday's grading. This makes it easier for you to stay on focus. Remember what I said, on average, it takes you seven minutes to refocus. When you kind of group these like-minded tasks, you'll find it easier instead of popping from task to task and it kind of mainstream your process that way when you get to your prep you're not sitting there wondering what on earth should I be working on you know in an instant what you should be working on and what needs to get done and you don't have a long overwhelming to-do list and it kind of helps if you think these days if you try this out this week message me at the present teacher on instagram and tell me how it went I'm curious trust me you'll thank me later and I'm excited to hear how it went for you So again, tip number two, you don't have to feel guilty leaving on time because you'll get the important things done. Tip number three, after you try this, you might wonder, okay, I'm starting to get my prep time in order using it, but how do I get out of the door earlier? First off, I'm here to tell you it can be done. I've done it and I've helped other teachers in my district and around the world do it too. And that whole all-for-nothing mentality is long expired. It's not a I have to stay late or I don't get everything done mentality. You can be an amazing teacher that makes an impact and have your freedom outside the classroom too. With that being said, I'm putting a free challenge video series together to help you do just that. On October 1st, I will be showing you how to get ahead of the game using your prep. And I'm so excited to see you there. You can reserve your seat in the link in the show notes. And if the time has passed, you can actually catch the replay. But this video series is a three-day video series that walks you through step-by-step how to utilize your prep so you can get out of the door without feeling unprepared or behind. You see, I know what it feels like to feel like you're swimming in to-do lists when you're behind, you're frazzled, you're trying to make everything up your first couple years, and you just feel unprepared and behind. I am passionate about helping new teachers or teachers just like you avoid that because I learned the hard way, and I really wish someone was there to show me this too. You see, you don't have to be like my mentor teacher or the first couple years of myself staying late till eight to get things done. There is a better way and I'm so excited to share that with you because my goal for you is to create an impact inside now the classroom and I know how hard it is and how you can feel like you're drowning in the classroom and it doesn't have to be that way. And I can't wait to see you there. Like I said, feel free to check out the link in the show notes. Remember, as always, we are stronger together. Remember, you are an amazing teacher. No matter how much you get done or how late you stay, your definition of an amazing teacher is what you should be living up to, not the expectations of others. Remember, keep making an impact and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Love the present teacher, aka her. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, I would love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram at the present teacher. Also, make sure to subscribe to get notified each time a new episode comes out. And if you have a minute, leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love hearing from you. Keep dreaming and remember, we are stronger together.